Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Ricky Live podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Prophet, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today for episode number five. We just started a new series called Take Care of Your Home, and today's episode is focused on organization. Yes, organizing all the things, everything in the house. So have y'all seen those dramatic before and after pictures? I'm sure you're thinking about them now. The ones where the closet, you can't even walk in, you can't even shove the door open, or the pantry where it seems like everything is going to collapse on you if you take one single tiny thing out, and then someone snaps their fingers and magically everything looks neat and tidy with everything in its place. Well, today I'm going to be interviewing someone who does just that regularly and has an absolute blast creating clarity out of chaos. Our guest is a certified professional organizer, and I've seen how dramatic some of her transformations can be. I cannot wait to share her story with you today. But if you're wondering what else we are about here at The Ricky Life, well, let me tell you. We focus on what it means to start something new, even when we have no idea where to begin, how to develop new skills in all areas of our lives, and how to find that it factor that'll keep us motivated every single day. So join us as we dive headfirst into what it means to be a rookie. Come on, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. Hey, rookies. Welcome to episode number five. We're continuing our series, Take Care of Your Home, and I'm really excited about today's interview. I'm going to introduce you to my dear sweet friend, Liz Enzyme, whom I've known for many, many years and someone I've literally laughed with too many times to count. She recently started her own organizing company, Pretty Neat Professional Organizing, and she's really hit the ground running with it. But let me give you a little bit more of her background. She received her bachelor's degree in psychology from the University of North Texas in 2003, where she graduated first in her class out of the psychology majors that year. Pair that with over 15 years of professional experience ranging from marketing and web design to community mental health care, and she also has coursework from the National Association of Professional Organizers. She definitely knows how to deal with the ins and outs of getting a space in order, whether it's your home, your office, your garage, or even just a drawer in your bathroom. She puts every ounce of effort into making a space look better after she's done with it. I encourage you to go check out our previous episode on decluttering so you can be totally prepared when the time comes to do some serious organizing. Rookies, I'm so excited to jump straight into this interview that will hopefully give you the momentum, guidance, and encouragement you need to get your house in order once and for all. So without further ado, here is my interview with our pro organizer, Liz. Hey, Rookie Life Podcast. I am here with Liz Enzyme, and I kind of just want to deep dive into the obvious question. Um, how did you get started in personal organization, and um, I guess kind of just what's your story, if you could give us a snapshot of uh, your business and your life, kind of how you got into what you're doing today. 
Uh, yeah, no, I um, I started doing professional organization um, in 2015, and really, I, I have to give the credit to to my mother. She uh, she's really kind of how I, I started um, doing this work. I uh, had gone over to her house, and every cabinet that I opened, or closet, or whatever drawer, you know, I opened, um, it was totally full. I mean, just to the brim and just stuff everywhere. And she couldn't find anything. And I was like, okay, mother I said, we have got to do something about this because she, she doesn't throw things away and things accumulate. So anyways, I was just like, I'm going to start coming over here in the afternoons when I get off work and we're going to like put a handle on all this. So, um, so I did. And, you know, I mean, she, she was happy with it or whatever. Well, she goes to, um, uh, a baby shower and sees another lady that she knew and she would just was talking to her and saying oh my gosh you wouldn't believe what what Liz did you know at my house da, da, da. And, and the lady goes can she come to my house like <laughs> tomorrow yes. and so anyway I mean that's really how I got started um I, I organized for for that lady and then um from there another woman um heard about what I was doing and then I went and worked for her and then I mean so it's really just gone from there so but I, great. I I always tell people this is the first job that I've had that I actually love you know it's like it's not a it's not a um a drag I guess you could say you know I like to go to work so yeah for sure I mean especially I I you know when you're when you're, yeah, for sure. When you're doing something that you love, you're just, it's not work to you. You're just having fun organizing people's stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's great. So that's, that's a little bit how you got started. Um, so tell us a little bit about, I guess, what it takes to be a professional organizer. So is, is your title actually professional organizer, personal uh -huh. organizer? I guess I've, I've heard a lot of different terms. So what is it exactly that you do? Yeah, no, I mean, I, um, my title would be professional organizer. Um, I also uh, work as a personal assistant too, uh, which is kind of like organizing, but more so of like, um, oh, like business aspects of like home businesses and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, helping people with, um, yeah, I mean, more more kind of like filing and and uh, scheduling you know, repairs and things like that, you know, for them, stuff that they're, they don't want to deal with. Yeah. They let me deal with it for them. So <laughs> but I'm mainly, mainly, uh, the organizing is, is my main focus. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I've kind of reached out to our Facebook group and asked them like, Hey, I'm going to be talking to someone whose specialty is organizing. And I know all of us could use help in some aspect in our houses, you know, in our lives. So, um, so I have some real life scenario questions that I just kind of wanted to dive right into because some of these, yeah, I'm not going to tell you which ones, but some of them are personally mine. So, <laughs> so I just want to ask girl. you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, you know, say I'm someone who's lived in a house for 10 plus years and I want to get into this whole decluttering and organizing, but I'm just absolutely overwhelmed. It seems like way too much and it's just an insurmountable task and I'm just, I can't do it. So what's your best advice to that person and where should they start? Like where, like what's the baby step just to get going? 
Well, what I would do is is think about the areas in your home and and like I would rank them or think about, you know, what areas do you use the most? Like what rooms, what spaces and and start at those places first. Because I mean, in a lot of a lot of cases all of the clutter and everything creates frustration for people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you were with the, with the organizing, you want to relieve some of this kind of like stressed out feeling or whatever. So if you can, can make progress in the rooms that you're, you're working in, you're, you're doing stuff in, you know, the most, then you're going to feel that, you know, like, Oh, okay, it just looks, you know, you're going to feel that, that, that calm feeling, um, quicker, you know? Yeah. And so, so yeah, I mean, I always, I always suggest to, to clients to um, to think about areas that that they are in and do things in, you know, whether it's like they're they're with their kids, you know, in that space or, you know, if it's a kitchen, if that's kind of like your home base. I mean, uh, try to try to relieve the clutter and the and the um, overwhelming feeling or whatever in those spaces first, because it, it will make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, quickest, you know, absolutely. So. Absolutely. It's like a small win and then that just kind of keep like keep, keeps the ball rolling because <laughs> it feels better. Yeah, you and know. also um one one other uh thing that I that I've uh, used before is like if you have if you picture your house as like the face of a clock. Mm-hmm. And you start at 12, like section the house or the room off into like one tick of the hand over so or like you know from 12 to 1 that space that little sliver focus on that area That's and then great. tackle that small space and then once you're done with that then you move another you know space over so like you would do from the one to the two you know so it's not so overwhelming with like trying to do the whole thing at once yeah. so that's great. I've never heard that analogy before, and that totally. Ma- I'm just sitting here thinking about my own house. Like I'm like ticking it off, and I'm like, oh, that that definitely because it it kind of puts your blinders up, and you don't uh-huh. see everything everywhere else. You're like, okay, I'm just gonna focus on this one space. Yeah, well, and it's also helpful to to like set say like a like a time limit too, because that way you can like, okay, I'm gonna do this, even if it's like for ten minutes. I mean, you'd be surprised at what you can can accomplish if you just focus and make yourself do it for, for 10 minutes, yeah. you know, you'll see progress even, even if it's a short period of time. So. Yeah. Well, that's great. And you actually touched on a few words. You were like saying, you know, you're frustrated and then the stress of it and everything. And you and I were, were actually talking before we hopped on the call, but, um, about your degree in psychology, really, you were surprised at how much that plays, you know, into your role now. So can you kind of talk about, um, what you've learned in your experiences with that? Yeah, um, I mean, whenever I, I go in and I'm working with a client, I I try to to identify like how they interact or how what what's their behavior, their daily behavior or routine in 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 their space. So as far as like when it comes to uh, you know where, where to, if we're reorganizing a space or like the kitchen or the bathroom or whatever, like where, where are they going to be needing certain things? And then 
you know, based on what they do, you know, if, if they uh, sort through their mail, like right at the front of the kitchen or whatever, well, they're probably going to need certain things related to that and like close to that space. So when it comes to placing items, once you're like, once you've taken everything out, sorted everything, and then now you're, you're figuring out where to put things back into cabinets or shelves or whatever. I've, I really tried to, to pinpoint, you know, wh where, what are they going to need in the space based on what they're going to be doing there. So, I mean, it even, it even, even comes down to like in certain situations, you know, if they, if I'm organizing someone's desk, well, I, this is going to sound crazy, but I, I mean, sometimes I'll ask, ask them, you know, are you left or right-handed? Okay, well, I'm not going to put all their pins in a drawer on the right side if they're left-handed, you know what I mean? Uh, so it's like, yeah. it's like, it really goes into to really how, what would be most convenient for a person and how yeah. they, yeah, how they, what they're using the space for, yeah, what's going to make it the easiest and most convenient for them. So that's good. Like I love the the personal touch that you have to it. It sounds like, you know, you really get in pretty deep with people like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to help you make this as, you know, cause you could do it how you want it all day, but it's not oh, going to yeah. make them happy you no. know, if they don't know where anything is either. Yeah. So, yeah. And okay. I mean, that's, that's, that's some of the, the work that I, I really enjoy or what I enjoy most about the work is, is trying to, to, kind of personalize what I do to be the the most helpful for each person because you're right I mean like yeah I mean like the client I meet with on Monday may be totally different than the person I meet with on Wednesday mm -hmm. and yeah you really have to kind of gear what what you're trying to do to what's going to work best for each individual so so that's okay. fun for me so yeah, no, that sounds, it sounds like you really enjoy what you do. And I'm so happy for you I that do. you Thank found you. something that you just love and you get this excited about because it, yeah. it makes yeah, me it excited is. to talk to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, I really enjoy it. So, well, this is okay. I will call myself out on this one because this is something <laughs> that um, is a personal example for me, but I'm sure it's, um, it applies to more than just my, my realm of the world. But uh -huh. I have inherited three different sets of China from three uh -huh. different sets of relatives, okay? Uh -huh. And I already have a set of dishes that I absolutely love. So uh -huh. what advice do you give to people who are dealing with very sentimental items and they're just reluctant to get rid of them, but I don't really just want them sitting in a box in my attic or my garage and worrying about them getting broken. So what's your advice on that? Uh, well, I mean, specifically to dishes, um, the be I mean, the best thing, well, the best thing that you can do if you're wanting to, to store, like, especially, especially China, uh, like fragile pieces, uh, safely is they actually make, um, special, like containers they're they're fabric contain containers but they're padded mm -hmm. that what like you put the dishes in and then they have separators in between and then they all zip up and that then you can take those and put them in either whether it's you know in in a, a closet or, or wherever but wherever you put them then i mean you can 
feel feel you know sure that they're not going to get broken or damaged or whatever um with with dishes you have to be really careful about um i mean i would never put especially like china i would never store that in an attic or a garage um just because that's i mean i wouldn't want the the heat Mm -hmm. to to do anything you know it's like i'm real i'm real um careful about that but uh but yeah and those um they they i can't remember i think it's they're called china china protectors or whatever but you can get them at container store you can get them at bed bath and beyond i know that you can um there's a lot of places um online but if you're um if you're looking for just something if you're going to be stacking a lot of dishes especially plates or bowls one thing that you can use if you don't have um, access to those storage cases um, are like our coffee filters if you take if you take um, like just the normal regular standard size coffee filters um, I usually use about like two two to three you know all like together like Mm -hmm. put that in between each dish and that will will set you know separate it enough and give it that protection to where they won't chip or or anything like that. But yeah, coffee filters work re- work really well. Well, that's good. That, yeah. So we've moved so much, and I think I still have one in a box. But our attic, I will say, it's temperature controlled. So I'm like, okay. Yes. I was like, it's up there, but it's not hot. So yeah, <laughs> still, no. I want to I want to like figure out something, a way to creatively use it or. You know, I don't know. I just, I got to figure something out with that. So, well, yeah. okay. my next question is, uh-huh. um, if we have, okay, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one that does this, but, you know, someone calls you and says, hey, I'm heading over. I'll be there in 10 minutes, you know. And so you're like, oh, man, my house is a wreck. It's crazy. So you start gathering stuff. And, I, you know, I personally shove it all into one closet. And then I'm like, you know, I forget about it. And then a week mm-hmm. later, I open the door and I'm like, oh my gosh. So say I've organized my whole house, I've done the decluttering and everything, but how do you keep from the clutter kind of creeping back into your life slowly? I'm sure it's, you know, not having bad habits like that, but you know, what's your advice for, you know, just kind of keeping a balance, um, with kids and just craziness going on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, really, like, like, to to keep to keep the things. I, oh gosh, how let's see. The best thing, the best thing, really, that that you can do is set aside a, a time each day to where, whether if something's out that you know needs to be picked up or whatever, like, use that time to kind of get things back into shape. Okay. Uh, now, I will say. I will say this. It's not the easiest habit to get into. And I mean, I I will honestly say that applies to myself. I mean, I'm not immune to this, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, but really like, like you have to kind of train yourself to, to kind of wrap things up or put things back in, in the place, you know, like pretty consistently because otherwise if you wait too long then it's going to get too much and you're going to be overwhelmed and then you're just like oh I don't want to deal with it and then you know the more you kind of let stuff remain kind of unkept it just it's going to get worse especially with kids Um, 
yeah kid, kids are are wonderful and they're they're yeah love kids <laughs> but i mean i will say that most of the the people that i um that i work with they they deal with um you know they just don't have the time to mm-hmm. to do things because i mean you know if if kid if you're dealing with you know kids you know coming and going and taking them to practice and then coming home and then homework and stuff i mean by the time you get all this stuff done that you need to get done for yourself and then everything for the children i mean who the heck wants to pick up you just want to go like lay down you know so i mean it's uh and i mean so that in those cases it would be like really trying to think of okay when do i have like five minutes to where the kids are are they're occupied they're doing their own thing i and i'm not just totally worn out you know that i could take that time to you know just kind of pick up put things back where they need to be and kind of keep up with the with the organizing and and stuff like that during those little little pockets of time and I mean and it doesn't have to be big you know big pieces of, of time that you're dealing with I mean just you know five minutes here five minutes there just kind of keep up with with keeping things you know picked up and then put where they need to be or whatever um that's that's probably the the easiest thing and the most effective to keeping things like once they are organized, say like keeping them that way. Yeah. Well that just, it makes me feel better to hear you say I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, oh I always, always say it's like, you know, I, I do, I, I'm, I am a professional organizer, but I deal with these same problems. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I, I'm great you know, working with other people, but that doesn't mean that, you know, if you walked into my house, that it would be like some showcase. Yeah. Yeah. So I struggle with the same things. Yeah. Did y'all hear that? Okay. See, it's not, it's not just you. It's not just me. It's everyone. We all deal with these problems. Yeah. Including me. So, (laughs) okay. Well, this is a question that does come directly from someone on our Facebook group. And, um, it, this is a, my cousin, actually. She has a kid who is about to be going off to college. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, school is fast approaching for everyone, too. And um, what are some of your tips for, I guess, those small spaces like a dorm or a kid's bedroom or something like that where kids kind of have like a black hole, like under their beds <laughs> or in their closets? Uh-huh. You know, like what would you – what is your best advice? I guess where to start and then how to, I don't know if train is the white word is the right word, but you know, kind of guide them into developing healthy, you know, habits as far as putting their stuff away. Okay. Um, well, like in, in the situation of going off to, to college, if they're going to be in, in like a dorm room, what, it, like when, when you're thinking about what to send them off with, um, I mean, I, I would really take a, a good look at all of their stuff, even their clothes. I mean, like you want to, you want to try to, to, to send them with just the necessities because they're going to have a pretty small space and the more stuff that, that they are trying to put into that space, it's just from the get go, it's going to cause frustration. So like, um, I mean, as, as far as like, like even closet space, I mean, if they have, you know, 20 pairs of jeans or something, 
you might not want to send them with all of those because it's, I mean, it's, you're just asking for frustration and like how much, I mean, you know, you just don't want to overload things. Um, and then as far as, as like, oh gosh, I mean, as far as like looking for creative places to store things, I mean, I would go into that dorm room and look at any place that has like open space. So like under the beds, if, um, if there's, you know, space under the beds, I would get, um, the, the, oh gosh, containers that have the pull out drawers. And I would put, I would line the hole under the bed space with those containers, with the drawers, they could pull out the whole length of the bed and then use that space above the, um, like if there's a, a shelf above their, their closet space, I mean, uh, that's another, I mean, you could get bins to where they could use that space and not just have one long open space as a shelf. You could break it up into like the little baskets or, and stuff. I mean, you could put socks in one or, you know, uh, underwear in one. I mean, just whatever you really are needing to use in those containers or in that space. But as far as like, um, oh goodness, like, like for instance, I remember when I moved to college, I had all of these photo albums. This, you know, was back before, you know, we had phones and, and cameras and then, you know, computers all in one device. You know, we actually uh -huh. took pictures and then went and got them printed out. Well, I wanted to take all these photo albums with me. And I just like, I don't, you know, that's not what I needed there. <laughs> that's, you know, I mean, you leave those at home, you know, that type of sentimental stuff. You need to train them, especially if they're going to be going going away to school, and you want them to be focused on, you know, schoolwork. They they yeah, you don't need stuff like that. You leave that at at home. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, if you if you can go through and just send them with, with just what they what they need and not overload, that's that would be, that would be a, a good place to start. So. That's great. I'm just sitting here. I'm picturing my college roommate, my freshman year, and I'm sure she's just thinking, I wish Crystal would have heard this <laughs> because, oh my gosh, I was just a hot mess. I was such a hot mess. I mean, I went to school four, four and a half hours away from home, and I, I was just, I was the kid that shoved everything into the closet whenever my parents <laughs> would say, go clean your room. <laughs> and, then, and like, I was just, I've always been that person up until honestly, like five or six years ago, that's still kind of how I clean. And then <laughs> I finally like realized how to do all this stuff. And it does, it, it's a practice and you know, uh -huh. it, it does get easier once you kind of get into your own rhythm and you know what you're doing and, and just, the number one thing that I was always taught is everything just needs a space. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. One thing, it's got to have a place. Like if it doesn't have a space, get rid of it. Or, find, yep. you know, put it in the attic, put it somewhere you don't have to see it every day. But, you know, just give something a space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everything has a home. And yes. whenever, like if you take something out of its home, you have to return it back to its yes. home. It doesn't want to live out in the middle of nowhere. So oh, it has like to go that. back to its house. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to use that with the kids. Yeah, you don't yeah. want them floating around in the desert. You want to go to send them home, take them back home. Yeah, they, they're homebodies. They like to be at their house. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. Well, 
Okay, so we're going to move into the next segment of the interview, and that's what I'm calling the keeping it real questions. So okay. these are, you know, they're not super crazy or anything. They're just kind of a, just a few fun questions that we ask all of our guests. So okay. our first one is, what motivates you on days when things are super tough? And I always use the same metaphor with everyone. So you're running late, you spilled coffee on your pants, you know, like everything's just kind of gone haywire. So what motivates you to keep going? Oh gosh, on a, on a day like, like, well, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, what, in a situation like that, if I'm running, like running late, you know, I've spilled the coffee and all that stuff. Before, like when I arrive at the person's house, I try to take a minute and just like, you know, find my Zen place because I, I try to re remind myself that, okay, I'm showing up at a person's house as a professional organizer. It's not going to be good if the organizer <laughs> shows up and is like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's all flustered. That's not the yeah. impression you want to make, Liz. So, I try to, I try to keep that in mind, you know, it's like, okay, you just have to shake this off, Liz, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and get it together. So that's, I mean, that's when, that's how I deal with kind of like the frustration before I get to work. Now, when I'm at work, um, if I am in a situation and I'm working and it, it it's very frustrating, the, a common, a common frustration that I deal with is, um, I guess, I guess if there's like, I don't, whenever I'm working with someone, I don't make them, I'm not pushy when it comes to, mm. to throwing things away. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, if they want to throw things away, I mean, I, I'll help them do that. If they want to keep everything, I'm fine with that too. But there, there comes certain situations where you have way too much stuff. And you're trying to find a way to fit it in a, a very confined space. Mm -hmm. And in those situations, like, I, I mean, and I've been, <laughs> I've been there. Oh my gosh. And I'm just thinking to myself, okay, how in the world is this going to work? And I just tell myself, there is a way, there is a <laughs> way that I can fit. I mean, like I, there, yeah. No is not, is not an option. Like I have to figure out how to get all of this stuff in this space securely and uh, like for it to look pleasant, you know, whenever the finished product is done. Yeah. So, I mean, with that mindset, I just, I just tell myself like you, you've got to do it. Like there is no, <laughs> there is no other option. So, and I mean, really like, like some of the most, um, I guess some of the work that I'm most proud of has come out of situations like that, like where I've been in the trenches going, oh my gosh, <laughs> I was like, ah, you know, but then at the end, oh my gosh, I I'll be so happy, <laughs> you know, I'm just yes. like, because I look at it, I'm just like, oh, I did it, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I survived, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so, and really, I mean, like, like in those moments, the seeing seeing the client's reaction whenever it everything is done is extremely rewarding to me as well you know because yeah. i mean really like they 
I, I don't know. I just, I just get a, a lot of a personal gratification and reward, like knowing that I've been able to help them, you know, feel, feel at ease and, you know, know where their things are at. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it just makes me very happy. So, yes, well, that's good. Like I said, I'm, I'm so happy for you that you found something that makes you so happy. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, my next question is, do you consider yourself a perfectionist? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've come to realize that I, that I am. Um, and I mean, and oh gosh, I just hear, I hear my sister's voice in my head, like <laughs> right now. I heard saying, Liz, <laughs> OCD, oh my gosh, you know, but I mean, I think you, I think you kind of have to be in the type of work that I do because I mean, uh, I don't know, like the, as far as like the quality of work and, and that I produce, I feel like it's, it's extremely important for it to be the best and the, like the most helpful to that person that I can possibly do because they're paying, I mean, they're paying me to do this. I mean, this isn't like I'm coming over and saying, Oh, I'll help you fold some clothes. You know, I mean, these people are paying money to have a professional yeah. come in and, and provide them with the service. So that, I mean, that to me, I, I'm very driven to, to make it the absolute best. Even, I mean, it sounds silly, but it's like if, if I'm folding sheets, when those when that sheet those sheets are done, boy, they're gonna look like they're out of the magazine. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Those are gonna be <laughs> so, the best folded sheets ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just whatever it is. I mean, like because I I feel like that's important because, you know, it like again, it's like they're they're paying me <laughs> to do this, so it's yeah. like it's I have to do, I have to keep it at that level, I guess. So, yeah. well, that's good. And yeah, like you said, I I think that that takes um, a certain type of personality to, to achieve that kind of level of, you know, visually um, just organized too, because I, I can't imagine someone being the opposite um, who doesn't consider themselves a perfectionist thinking like, Oh, it's good enough. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that, that, that <laughs> mindset does not exist in Liz world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, speaking of that, so, you know, kind of on the advice and, you know, being a perfectionist and how you kind of see yourself. My next question is what's the best advice you would give to your younger self? Oh my. <laughs> Um, hmm. you know, I mean, I think, uh, I think it would be to, to go into each situation as far as like professionally, you know, because in, you know, in the, like throughout my career as, you know, once I was out of college, you know, I've, I had, a uh, a, a, a various, you know, different jobs and in different, you know, professions and all sorts of stuff. And I mean, I, th I really think that, that there's always something, no matter what you're doing, you can always learn something that's useful and then take that knowledge and apply it to whatever situation you may come into down the road. So, I mean, 
I don't know. It's really important to me to always, you know, feel like I'm learning and growing as a person and as a professional. And so I, I think that my advice would be to myself to, you know, look for those key, key pieces of information, knowledge that will be useful to you, no matter, you know, if you're, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, no matter what job you're doing, no matter what task you're doing, you know, no matter what situation you're in, look for those important pieces of knowledge that will help you down the road. Yeah, so. I think that's great. No, I, and that's kind of a, a mindset that I've talked about a few times on the blog. You know, it's just like you can learn from anything, anything oh, that totally. you're doing, you know, and I just, I think that that's great. I th- yeah, I would definitely tell my younger self that too. Like you may seem like, what is this? What's the point of all this? Yeah, it's you like know, situation. This is absolutely ridiculous whenever you're like there. But yeah, yeah, you may think back on that one day and be like, you know what? I remember when I was in doing this, this is how they went about doing this. And ah, okay, this is why. Now yeah. I'm going to apply that to what I'm doing right now. So yeah, well, that's great. Well, I just wanted to thank you so much for being on the show today. And this, um, I guess, what else are you working on? Or is there a place where, you know, the audience can find you? I know that um, previously you had said that you have a Facebook page. So can you kind of tell us how we can find you on there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have a a business page on Facebook. And it's just, um, let's see, it's just facebook.com. slash in a pretty neat organizing. Uh, my business is pretty neat professional organizing. So, uh, and I'm, I'm sure you could even search for my name if you can't remember the pretty neat yeah, stuff. So, but, uh, but yeah, and there's, um, there's a lot of different uh, photos of jobs that I've done um, a lot of before and after photos. And then also a lot of um, completed projects um, so, so yeah, those are clients like to, to see those just to kind of like see what I've done and be like, Oh, okay. So I have this space in my house. Okay. Obviously she knows what she's doing in the pantry. Okay. I yeah. can't feel confident in, in, you know, like asking her to, to organize my pantry or closet or so forth. So, oh my gosh, but you know, and uh, guys, I have been on her page and I've seen what she's done at her sister's house and it's just a picture really is worth it's a worth a million words in the case of organizing, you know, because you have the before and you're like, Oh, it doesn't look that bad. But then you see the after and you're like, Oh, but that looks so much better. Like it just, you know, it makes you feel like, Oh, that's, that's what I want. I, I'm going to need you to come visit me down here in Houston. And come well, help I me will out. do it. I will do it. No problem. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Liz, for coming on the show today. And I think that we've just covered some great stuff and I will definitely put all your information in the show notes so, so people can find your Facebook page and get on there and like you, but Yay. thank you so much for joining us today and we'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks. Y'all, I just love Liz so much. Like I said earlier, I've known her forever and her personality and down-to-earth attitude really just brings a smile to my face. I loved hearing her so giddy throughout the entire interview and I'm so thrilled for her that she's found a passion in helping other people organize their stuff. So please be sure to go onto Facebook and check out her pretty neat organizing page. 
her pictures are literally worth a thousand words. Just the pantry pictures alone are so incredible. To look at the once was before and then to see the after, like she just does amazing work, you guys. But just to recap what we covered, Liz reminded us to start with the most used areas of our homes first when we're trying to get organized. So don't get overwhelmed thinking you have to do the entire house in one day. Just start in a small space and work your way around like the clock face. But a great example is, and I know I've mentioned this before, but we've moved three times in the past four years. And every time, my priority has always been we're getting the kitchen and the pantry organized first and the master bedroom. We just need a place to eat and a place to sleep. Everything else can wait. All the toys can wait. The garage can wait. Just all that other stuff is just not as important. So start with one space at a time. But we also talked about the psychology of interacting with our spaces and how our behaviors play such a big role in our homes. She also helped us, or should I say me, figure out what to do with those sentimental items we just hold so dear to our hearts. And I'm glad that I have an action plan and another thing that I need to add on my to-do list. I've got to get that China taken care of. But the number one takeaway was when Liz taught us that the act of organizing is mostly creating habits of putting things away every single day. So take a few minutes, even if it's only 5 to 10, every day to put things back to where they belong. Put things back in their homes, their home bodies, and they like to be at home. I'm totally going to tell my kids that. Don't let them go wandering out in no man's land. But y'all, this was so much fun. Feel free to jump over to crystalprofit.com. That's crystal with a K, profit with two F's and two T's. And check out the show notes for what we discussed today. And there's going to be the links for Liz's Facebook page. I'm so happy you joined us here today for the Rookie Life podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. There are some other really exciting things around the corner, and I cannot wait to share them with you. But also, feel free to rate and review the show. I'm going to be choosing random reviewers to receive some cool Rookie Life merchandise, and I don't want you to miss out on the opportunity to get some really cool stuff. But that about does it for episode number five. Stay tuned for next week's show, and remember, keep it up, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. 